Hello, everyone. It is Jet Tattersall here again, and welcome to the Women in Pop podcast. It has been a while since we last spoke to you, and it is such a joy to be back. Thank you very much for tuning in. Now, the latest issue of Women in Pop magazine, issue 12, is on sale right now with the goddess that is Madonna on the front cover. Inside, we celebrate the 40th anniversary of her incredible music career and look back at the many, many, many highlights over 12 pages. We also have an interview with Tate McRae, Dove Cameron, Nena Cherry, Meg Mack, Charlie Collins, plus we take a deep dive into the music of Janet Jackson. You can buy your coffee now at womeninpop.com forward slash subscribe or in a news agency near you. Now, if you do pick up that copy of issue 12 of Women in Pop magazine, you will also find within its pages today's glorious guest. Earlier this year, she released her debut EP, Yours Truly, which is just a magnificent mix of R&B and pop and all things wonderful and featuring the sublime Bad Case of Loving You, which is hands down one of our favourite songs of 2022. She is undoubtedly one of the most promising new talents in the Australian music scene right now with a killer voice and glorious tunes. It is the wonderful Lara D. Lara, hello and welcome to Women in Pop. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Oh my God, you make beautiful things. <laughs> thank you so much, you appreciate it. beautiful things. And I just said Bad Case of Loving You and in case anyone's missed it yet, I'm just going to play that now. God, that's a beautiful song. Thank you. That is such a beautiful song. And it it's leaning to this gorgeous pop, freed, summer, ah, beauty. Talk me through this song, because I know it's a bit of a different vibe for you as well, but you handle it like a pro. Yeah, so um, I collaborated with DNA, who are also Australian producers. It's probably the first song that I've done with them, actually. And the song is more like about you know, going into like a manipulative relationship and, you know, you're done with it. Like it's saying like, I've got a bad case of loving you and you kind of are just like over, you know, the whole toxic thing and you're just trying to like live your best life. I love that. And was also that your desire to go like, oh, I'm just going to live my best life because the melody and the production and your whole energy in the song is like something we've never heard from you before. Yeah, it's so different to like what... Um, other songs I, you know, create and write and all that stuff. So I felt like it was a different route to, like, what I was taking with, like, my... Like, I listened to more of, like, old-school R&B. So it's, like, it was completely different. But I love trying, like, new things and, you know, new sounds, so... Gorgeous. And speaking of new things, you are a recently new independent artist. That's yeah. incredible. Talk to me about that. Yeah, so I just decided to go independent because I feel like, um, you know, I have more of like a creative space and I'm really like hands-on with like what I do. I love, you know, just being part of 
the process of like producing as well with other producers and I love writing my own songs and just having a say in my music because I feel like you know sometimes there are a lot of opinions you know going around and like of like what artists should be doing but I felt like you know going independent was just a step forward for me to kind of have a say in you know my creativity. I love that because your music as well it's always you're like championing this I'm going to do it my way. I've got my own back. But at the same time, it's almost like you're telling yourself. Like sometimes we need to say it before we it materializes. Yeah, you know? 100%. And that's what I really feel resonates as well with your listeners who've been like, you know, who's been there with you growing up. I yeah. want to actually play one of my favorite songs of yours, which is a bit of a throwback back to 2019. This is Cadillac. <laughs> God, I love that song. Thank you so much. I actually um, sung that when I was like 14. Oh my God. Yeah, that's like crazy well back. It's so amazing. If anyone hasn't seen it, please go and check out the video because that's a piece of work as well. Um, but again, in that song, we're just, you're just projecting of like, this is where I'm headed. This is what I want. Have you always been so driven with your music career? A hundred percent. I've always known like what type of music I want to do and what type of artist I want to be. Like one of my idols is Alicia Keys and it's always been ever since I was like really, really little, like probably, you know, I've been growing up with her, listening to her through my mum because I listen to a lot of old school. But Alicia Keys is like my number one, not only through her music, but because of just how she like holds herself as an artist and a person, you know, in like a respectful manner and also like her being inspiring and also like how she speaks in interviews and just how she holds herself as a person. I think that's incredible and I also hear that she's also been following you on the socials lately yeah. <laughs> as well. It's amazing actually the first time like um, it was 12 a.m. and I was just going through my Instagram I just came back from like a night out with my friends and then I was going through my notifications like as you would do to get back to like you know my supporters and all that and then I just saw someone following me and it had a tick and I thought it was like a fan page or something. So I was like freaking out and it said Alicia Keys. So I'm like, she's following me. So I looked at it and then I just, I literally started like bawling out, crying. And I ran to my parents' room and they were like sleeping and I like jumped on their bed and woke them up. <laughs> and I was like, I can't believe she followed me on Instagram. Like, especially like Alicia Keys, like I've looked up to her like literally my whole entire life. That's gorgeous. Yeah. Also, usually if you burst into your parents' room saying someone is following me, they're they're awake. Right? Yeah, hundred percent. They're like, oh, is everything okay? What happened? And Who I was is like, it? <laughs> Who's like, Alicia why are you crying? <laughs> are they in the house? Oh my <laughs> god! I think that's so beautiful. Yeah. And like, oh, it's it's such a great thing in the world to have someone that you look up to in the industry that you're going into and they've also done that career that you're like yeah this is my this is where I'm headed and them to just you know that bit of recognition I, I think know it's, it's crazy speaking of amazing women that we look up to you were recently in the states and you got to work with the I don't even know what to call it like iconic the, songwriter the iconic like 
goddess of song and sound that is Diane Warren. Can you tell us a bit about that? Honestly, the first time, like, I, I couldn't actually believe that I was going to, like, step into a studio with her. I got to, like, record one of her songs and she's like, I think, like, you'd be absolutely, like, insane on this, you know, song that I wrote. And I was like, she, like, wrote it about two years ago. So she's like, I was just trying to find the right artist to sing my song. And I was like, for her to say that was, like, so crazy because it's like I'm not just starting but, you know, there's, like, so many different artists out there like Ariana Grande, Alicia Keys, Beyonce and all that stuff. So for her to kind of pinpoint that she's just trying to find, like, a new sound, a new voice, it kind of, like, you know, made me, like, so excited to hear that. She's, like, literally an amazing person. Like, she's so fun and, like, crazy. I love, like, her energy. That's gorgeous. And I also love these artists that you're you're mentioning because... I mean, it's no wonder Diane pulled you because, damn, you have some pipes. Thank you. Like, really. And what I love about your music, because, of course, you've got this amazing ability to flow, but then it's mixed in. Like, you don't need anyone else to chime in because it all comes from you. Yeah. Have you always sung? Yes, I've been singing literally, like, forever. Like, I was so inspired by... Like, people kind of see this as, like, a weird thing because I speak about, like, R&B all the time and, like, you know, it's, like, hip-hop, old school, like, E.V., Mary J. Blige. And then, but I actually got so inspired by musicals and I love, like, watching Annie, High School Musical, Camp Rock and, like, all those amazing musicals that I used to watch, um, The Sound of Music, all that stuff. So I got inspired by that because I felt like, you know, I, like, watched a lot of Disney and I was, like... I love Disney so much. I don't, like, care what anyone says, how old you are. But, like, if you love Disney, like, we're best friends. <laughs> Literally. And if you were to, um, you know, like, right now, if you had to lay down a track from The Sound of Music, what is your go-to? I haven't listened to, like, in eight... I literally, like, forgot about all that stuff, but I used to watch it, like, when I was, like, really, really young. <laughs> like, so young that I can't even remember. But, like, one of my favourite songs from Annie would have to be either Maybe or Tomorrow. Good call. I can yeah. imagine you'd you'd knock the pants off of that. I love them. So good. <laughs> Broadway or Disney are going to come calling. Um, I want to play another track from yours, Trudy, which came out last year. Again, this song just resonates so much with you projecting and what you're becoming and your vocals just soar. So this is No One. I got the moves know what to do with it. I got it all. a beautiful track can you talk me through this one well this one's actually one of my favorites on the ep i love all my songs but um it'd have to be no one is like the first one that i've ever written being signed to sony i don't know i just felt like i had this this time in my life just being part of the entertainment world the music industry and like being like just this young um teenager like artist female artist and it was just kind of trying to find a way to fit in but it's like I don't want to fit in so it's like I just block out everyone and just do my own thing you know I'm here and it's not about the money but it's about just working hard and showing people that you know I'm capable of doing things on my own and I don't need anyone to kind of like you know 
hold my hand while I do things. It's such a good track. And it, for me as well, resonates on the album. I mean, ah, uh, I guess, yeah, lyrically or just where you're at with um, Hideaway. Because, again, Hideaway, you're going into your own place. Yeah. Um, and it's got such a somber sound. I actually just want to play a little bit of that. I'm just DJing your whole EP. <laughs> I'm just going to play a little bit of Hideaway now. But my friends like it here. Again, there's so much contrast to this song with where your mind's going. Yeah. Speaking of anxiety, can you break down that song for me a little bit? Yeah, of course. So I wanted to, so I was more inspired by, you know, I wanted to have like a transition between the songs to kind of show like, you know, I didn't really fit in at a time with just like my normal friends, you know, they work like nine to five jobs or like go to uni and I chose to like do something completely different. So it was hard for me to kind of find people to understand like what I do you know, being the same age as them. So it was like the first part is kind of, you know, just I like to, when I rap, I like to be very poetic in that sense because I feel like, you know, rapping and music is storytelling. So I like, you know, that's my form of art. So I like to kind of, um, you know, tell people about how I'm feeling through my music. The first part of the rap is kind of, you know, I don't fit in anywhere, but like it's, it's okay, but it's like I'm trying to, you know, do you ever feel like you're underwater and you can't breathe? So it's like I really wanted to get, like, in-depth with that. And then the second part of the song is my alter ego as an artist, where it's like, you know, I know that I'm good. I don't show that in real life, but I I know that, like, I'm good and I try to, like, stay humble with that, but that's my alter ego. That's amazing. And have you felt that you've needed to do that to... I hate the term survive, but it really is. It's a race, you know, any industry, any creative industry. And have you felt that you've had to create a persona more as a protection for yourself in order not, to get where you are? Not necessarily. I feel like, you know, everyone creates differently and everyone's so different. That's why there's, like, so many different artists. Otherwise, like, you know, there'd only be one artist if that's the case. You know what I mean? So I feel like... I, I wouldn't say like competition. I, I definitely think there is competition, but it's a healthy competition for me. But also, um, I also don't think there's competition because I'm so different from mm-hmm. everyone else. Like with my writing and my melodies and, you know, I'm, I also sing and rap and it's just like versatility. Absolutely. Yeah. You're like all parts of TLC in one person. <laughs> Thank you. very good. Um, you, you mentioned to us when we last spoke, you spoke about how as an artist and as a female soloist, obviously there's always going to be the pressure to sexualize our, <laughs> yeah. our female artists because that's just, you know, the name of the game. And you've always spoken out and said, no, I choose how I look and how I'm presented. Yeah. And I think that's such a great way to say it because there's always going to be, women are going to be strung up if they, you know, show some shoulder or they're yeah. going to be strung up if they don't. Yeah. Um, how have you found that navigating, I guess, style-wise and how you speak? Have, have you had any pressure within the industry to sex it up at all? Not really. Like, I mean, sometimes people try to use the word like, oh, you know, like sexy and all this stuff. And like, I'm just, I feel like, again, like going back to Alicia Keys, like she doesn't have to do any of that 
to kind of show like her worth and you know how creative she is and you know it's all about like how she thinks rather than like what she looks like and for me because she's so you know she's so welcoming like you want to watch her and like w- listen to what she has to like what she has to say instead of you know just watching her and be like yeah she's good at making music and that's it mm. you know what I mean so I feel like I'm not pressured in the music industry because I feel like now females it's like a force for females to kind of show their body now because it's like oh so this is where she's getting in her life because she's showing her body so it's like now I have to do it so I want to be that inspiration saying like to the people that don't feel comfortable doing that I want to be an inspiration saying like you know you don't have to do that Absolutely. Yeah. And you've got a buddy in Billie Eilish in that camp as well. 100%. <laughs> yeah. You did speak to us um, in the magazine about how much work goes into your music and mm. how much work goes into each song. And I mean, it's it takes, you know, an army to put these things together, but also as a sole writer and performer. But the audience, obviously, the listeners, we're just like, okay, what's now? What's now? What's now? Do you find now that you're really kind of exploding and getting out there have you felt the pressure or are you still like no let me just create each perfect song at a time yeah I feel like I want to create music that's going to last like centuries like years like now you people still listen to like Michael Jackson and they still listen to like Boys to Men or like all those artists and stuff so I want to be a part of that you know that group and I feel like people are just making songs now that are just trending and then, you know, two like two months down the track it's just irrelevant. So I don't want to be that artist. I want to be an artist that, you know, sticks around for like years to come. You know what I mean? So, yeah. 100%. And you've got the voice and the integrity in your writing to be Thank there. Thank you. Can I ask you, I mean, you're, you've now branching out and you're working out and and going to the states and recording with other people and you're you're moving a little internationally with Sam which I think is such a great idea how have you found the Australian industry given your quite niche sound and style for an Australian market because we know it's hard for female artists in general yeah like, 100% <laughs> it is particularly if they're R&B like performers like they're like oh no we have one of those yeah so we don't need anymore have you like have you felt okay I need to get out of here is it has it been a struggle or have you just enjoyed look let me just push this further myself um I will say Australia is a bit of like a hard market to hit because it's not like it's it's mainly like the audience here like they're kind of I feel like Australia's a bit behind in like music and stuff like that so it's like now what's trending for example like drill music so it's like people listen to that more than they appreciating like the real art of like poetic music you know what I mean so like me growing up listening to music that has a story to tell I like listening to like NF who doesn't swear in his music at all if you listen to everything but he's telling a story about his life and like what he's been through and what he's feeling and what he goes through so I feel like People have, like, misinterpreted what music is now. And it's just, like, I feel like music's kind of, like, going downhill in the sense of storytelling. Not not necessarily, like, you know, people's, you know, artistry or creativity. But just, like, the lyrics-wise, lyricism. But I feel like, you know, I'm just going to keep doing, like, what I do. And I feel like I shouldn't change for, like, anyone. And I feel like if I just keep pushing and, you know, believe in myself, then everyone will believe in me. 100%. And I love, I love this this storytelling element and you're so right it's and they're so polar opposites but you've got country music and hip-hop 
And it's basically the same thing because mm. it's storytelling. Yeah, exactly. And societal change. And yeah. it's, I just love how your music fuses all of it. I think it's absolutely Thank incredible. You. Tell me, Lara. I mean, we've got yours truly, which is just, oh, what else is coming up for you? Um, so hopefully I'm going to head to the States again um, this year, probably around like September. And I'm just going to continue writing and creating music and working with like amazing producers and um, songwriters. Um, I feel like in America, they really bring out like the energy is so different over there when you work. Like they bring out like the best they can like from you as an artist. So I feel like it's really cool to work over there than to hear. I feel like people are still like people are really good here, but it's just like they're still learning. So it's like they they kind of like you can't lean on certain people here to create your music like they're still learning from like you know other producers and stuff but I feel like over there because I feel like that's when music like the R&B hip-hop world really started was in the US so you're at the right place to be yeah. amazing um Lara thank you so much for coming on the show today it has honestly been a like hands down joy Listeners, Lara's debut EP, Yours Truly, is out now. I've just played you a hell of a lot of it. Um, you can download and stream it on all platforms. We recommend you do this immediately because it is incredible. Also, the visuals, so go onto YouTube as well. Before we go, a final reminder of issue 12 of Women in Pop magazine is with Madonna on the cover, and it's out right now, as well as a 12-page look at Madonna's incredible career. We talked to Tate McRae, Dove Cameron, Nenda Cherry, and heaps more, including, of course, wonderful Lara D. Buy your copy now at a news agency near you or at womeninpop.com forward slash subscribe. Thank you for listening today. We will be with you again very soon. Until then, for myself and Lara, goodbye. See ya. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-